Good evening, St. Albans. I'm Claudia here on 92.6 FM, and this is the Generation Gap Show. I'm sure you have been hearing Pretty Woman all day today, and I'm sure you've heard all the classics. If you've been listening to Radio Verulam, you know it's International Women's Day, and I'm sure you've heard all the fabulous guests and all the fabulous interviews that have been happening all day. Um, we are going to be celebrating all things inter- independent, strong women female voices and it's going to be a fabulous evening and I'm still here actually but I'm letting Claudia take complete control today and it's not about the male voices so I'm gonna just fade out boy yes are you starting the party are all the women out there with their flowers ready for a party do you think it's something that people have parties for I mean no but it's a celebration, so, you know, roses and champagne necessary. Okay, if you say so. Yes, I do. Anyway, so, let's have a little bit of a discussion about how generations have changed. And, obviously, generations have changed in regards to women themselves. I think um, in my lifetime, we have had this discussion before in other programmes. I mean, um, women were... Um, not treated as equal in many ways obviously in jobs market and so on and particularly um, one of the things I remember is that um, it was even up to I think the 1970s that women found it very difficult to open a bank account or to get a mortgage for a house or anything like that because they needed their husband's permission if they didn't have a husband it was their father had to actually sort of countersign the documents to uh, allow a woman to have uh, a mortgage for example and that sort of thing you think why Yes. And I don't think anybody ever actually came up with why, but they did change the law so it was possible. But, I mean, it's actually quite nice that I get to live in a generation where women are so strong and independent and um, leaders and um, role models. That's it. That's the word. Role models for people like us. I mean, my generation. Well, obviously, there's always been strong and determined women and they have made their mark in history way back. But, of course, they had to be super strong and super determined because they had to get over all these sort of hurdles in their way that women couldn't do this and women couldn't do that. Yes, and even though um, we, they didn't have... Um, they, they couldn't vote or didn't, couldn't do things like that, it, you, like you say, there have been women that have been quite iconic and quite very, very strong. So, in a way, it kind of shows that we can do things if we want to do them. And we can actually, um, even though times are hard and times are tough, we can go and still make a mark in the world. I mean, I think that's obviously right. And it's about being, um, having a role model is probably one of the most important things. You know, there is somebody already become the first person to do this, first person to do that, or an industry where there's already a a number of women who are sort of uh, recognisable as being up there and, you know, the top people. Um, But also there's still things, of course, in the last few months and years, we've seen all this argument about equal pay, basically women finding out that there's somebody they're working with who's a man who's mysteriously paid a lot more money for doing apparently the same job as themselves. That is quite strange. I can't imagine that happening. I just, I don't know. Why does that happen? Well, if you work in a fairly large company or maybe even a small company, you don't actually know how much someone is earning. Um, yes. and it's, it's actually one of those things, we, in, in our British society, you know, um, it's one of those things you don't ask people about. In other countries like America, 
how much somebody else is earning is just a sort of conversation you have quite casually. Oh, so how much do you make? This kind of thing. And people will tell you. Uh, in this country, we're sort of embarrassed about money. And perhaps that's because we don't want to do things like say to the woman who's working next to, next to us doing the same job, oh, actually, we earn twice as much as you for whatever reason. Yes, very, very curious. It is. And there's no obvious explanation in most cases when you actually look at it and say, so she's doing this and he's doing that, and they've both been doing it for the same time, they're both doing the same, got the same number of clients or whatever it is, and somehow or other they don't get the same amount of money. Uh, I don't... I mean, I just, I just find it strange because there are jobs where people earn more money as they go along so with more experience you get more money sort of thing do you know what i'm saying well that's obviously the uh, sort of old-fashioned way but uh, still the case in many organizations so what i'm trying to say is that maybe sometimes if you have more experience or if you've been in the company for a bit longer then your pay gets a little bit um bumped up a little bit and you're effectively doing the same work but just purely because you're at that organization for a little bit longer you get a little bit more money? Well, there are some reasons, obviously, because women tend to have a, a break for a year or yeah. two here and there for having children, that kind of thing. So, therefore, they've fallen behind, perhaps, in sort of development in their, their career. Yeah. That would be a, a sort of logical argument. It's not necessarily a good argument, but it is one which you can understand. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, I mean, I think that's not what we're happy, talking here. We, I mean, one of the things that people get confused, though, is they, they say that these people are doing comparable jobs and the women are over here doing this job and the men are over there doing that job and they're sort of the same thing. But you can't always say that um, these jobs are equal and that, so there's a bit of a, a sort of grey area between that. Um, the famous example of equal pay was in a, a car factory many years ago now where the women were sewing up the seats and the men were basically working on the production line and they had a big court case going on which they the women argued the work they were doing for the same number of hours a day was of equal value because both of them were making bits for the same cars. And it was a sort of landmark decision that, yes, what they were doing was equal, though it was a completely different sort of job. And that's the sort of arguments that go on, and unions are particularly good at making these cases um, to try and argue that. But but I think the real problem is in, in the sort of middle-class-type professions when it is literally people doing the same job and you just can't see why they'd be paid less. And, of course, it's in our friends at the BBC that's got this argument with reporters and people who are correspondents working abroad for the BBC and apparently doing exactly the same job, the same sort of number of hours, same number of reports, but mysteriously being paid substantially less, not just a little bit less. It was, you know, 30 40% difference. Yes. Um, not very good. But do you think that um, the next generation, obviously I'm a millennial, the next generation to come, it will be sorted out by then? One of the arguments made, and I don't necessarily agree with this, is that women are far less likely to basically go into their boss and demand a pay rise every now and then if they think they deserve it. And men somehow are more happy to sort of go in and make the case and say, I need a 10% pay rise, and the boss says yes. Maybe it's the bosses who they say, well, you're just a woman, I won't give you that pay rise. And now I, I'm sure that that is sort of the case in many cases, but there's plenty of women who are dynamic and so on who would go in and demand the pay as well i'm sure and i'm sure they would get it i'm sure you would uh, i'm sure i would too <laughs> yes um so but there are very strong women that do do a lot of work and do get paid well for what they do today 
Well, of course there are. And there's women who started their own companies. There's some who've started, um, you know, big companies or enormous companies. There was the chief executive of Facebook for a long time was a woman. Yes. Yes. And most of them are here in St. Albans. <laughs> are ladies of St. Albans, There's of plenty of people like that around here. Not, not necessarily chair of Facebook, but plenty of starting their own businesses. And I think more women start their own businesses around here than men, in fact. That is quite true. That that's what I've noticed. Mm. Um, yes. Well, I I would like to think that in the next gener- in the next generation to come, by the time the next generation grows up, there there would be qu- quite a few changes in the world, and things would be changed for the better. I might add. And after um, we're gonna hear an interview with that we did with some young people, Generation Zs, in fact. Oh, interesting. Isla, Jessica and Zainith, what would you like to do when you're older? Um, I don't really know because I want to be a, um, a designer because that's kind of what my dad does. Ooh. And he designed um, the new office for his work as well, so I kind of want to do the same thing as well. Okay, so that's a designer or an uh, interior designer? Kind so. of a bit of both. Really. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Nice. Um, Zainith? Um, I think I would like to be a actress or a photographer or um, an athlete player because I like doing all of them. I like taking pictures. Nice. And I like acting. I'm sure you can incorporate all of them somehow. Yeah. There you go. Watch out for those golden medals. Um, Ida? I want to be a skier. Like... Or, or an actress or something like that. I don't, I don't know, but like a skier or an actress. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Two different things, but... Would you like to... I have a question for the three of you. Would you like to be an electrician? No. Probably not. Why? <laughs> because I have I don't really know that much. I don't know that much about... Okay. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. <laughs> Would you ever consider being a builder? No. <laughs> Why not? Well, I might design the building, maybe. It's yeah. very stressful. Yeah, because like, you have a deadline. I might design you have a deadline, and then if you get it wrong, they'll get really angry with you. Someone so. that I know, he's a builder, and he, after, when he would come back, he would be really angry for some reason, because of the heat. And since even if it was, like, winter or something, he would just get hot because of, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Very disgusting. Yeah, you guys do what we're doing. Fair enough. Um, Okay, that's quite interesting. I didn't expect those kind of answers at all. It seems like you've really thought everything through, which is nice. But designer over there, I think you're still going to get a deadline for a design. Yeah. Just just saying. But it'll be more easier because um, you can kind of, you can visual it all out a bit more because with the building, I find it quite difficult to know what goes where and which brick to place like down. Actually, I don't think I want to be a photographer because I it's because the reason I said that is because um in I know when you get older I, I don't know if you study GCSEs or something you can do photography or something and I would like to do that but I wouldn't want to be a photographer I would just like to experience how okay. it is being one. Good. Yeah. Go for it. Go for all of it. Now, I want to know about you guys. Um, so we have Dwayne and Alfie and 
Ben, Jimin. Hello. Hi. What would you like to do when you're older? Video uh, game designer. <laughs> Interesting. I probably want to be an artist. Yes. Uh, I think I'm good at it now. I think we all agree that you are very good at art. Yes, <laughs> yes. Everyone in the room can like, vouch for that. Okay. Um, you've done most of the designing for Draco Radio, right? Yeah. Yes. And Ben just said some nice things. Could you tell us some more about those nice things that you said to Alfie? Alfie has designed all of our posters. Well, the posters we stuck on that store. And he helped. And he helped us sell. He did basically everything to help us. You guys just don't cease to amaze me. You guys are just amazing. It's amazing. So, Dwayne, what would you like to do? Um, I'd like to be a footballer. Ooh, <laughs> nice. So, how about I this? I think I'm good at it. Mm. Uh, I can't wait to become a footballer. I'm gonna be like, I know, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you like to? Um, why would you not like to be a ice skater? Um, I've never, I've never tried ice skating actually. Okay. Um, how about an actor? Um, uh, not, not really. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's not my type of thing. I don't normally get a good role at school in a play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, one last question. Do you think that there is there there are jobs that girls can't do? No. no. Everybody can be with anyone wants to be even if people think it's more boyish or girlish. I love it. Because um not everyone's the same. Like a boy might like things that girls do and girls might like the things that boys I mean, do. Boys could be like ballet dancers. Yeah they yeah, can but that's not and like girls could be like builders WWE but what wrestlers. I, what I do think Sasha is like okay because um <laughs> they some people think that girls shouldn't do certain things, but I feel that girls are better at some things and boys are better at some other things as well. Okay. So, yeah. Can I ask you a question? In the next 30 years, there'll be people living on Mars. Would you be interested in something like going off and exploring and living on another yeah. planet, something no. like that? No, I would just buy some land and get people to rent my houses and then get a whole load no. of money. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to there in person. The earth is my place where I come from. I'm not moving. Uh, no, I, I do not like... I would not want to live in Mars because if you went to Mars, it would, like, be... I would be scared that I would die because it hasn't actually got <laughs> enough oxygen in it. See, Clive. And it hasn't I, got any gravity. I just have to say this, Clive, these, these kids are just wiser than you. They obviously work for And them. they, they agree with me, which is the most important thing. <laughs>
Hi, my name is Bagley. Hello. 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 What did you like uh, when you were little? Did you have a certain thing that you wanted to be? I wanted to be a show jumper. Of course, obviously. I'm going to be tough on my own without one, but um, that's what I wanted to do. Amazing. And then, did anyone tell you that you can't do that? My dad told me because he said we couldn't afford a pony. <laughs> But, yeah, so I wanted to work with animals or, okay. or be a vet, so I'm a teacher, so I'm not too far off. <laughs> but um, my question is, did you have to go into a certain job, or or could you be, be anything? Like, for example, we think that anyone could be anything. What did, what? Well, it's interesting because when I was at school, I was really interested in woodwork. We were not allowed to teach, do woodwork at school as girls. We had to do cookery and sewing. Cookery is fun. And I, I hate. I hate I sewing. Love cookery. <laughs> so, the, like, boys yeah, so the boys probably weren't allowed to do cookery. The, the boys. The boys were not allowed to do cookery. The girls had to do cookery and sewing, and the boys got to do metalwork and woodwork. And I oh, felt that was really unfair because I wanted to do it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, well. We're wrapping up. Thank you so much for talking to us and thank you so much for all your hard work over um, the Dragon's Apprentice Challenge and thank you so much for letting us buy this beautiful device that we can just take with us and we can come and talk to you whenever we want, if, if we are allowed. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> so thank you so much. That was Isla, Jessica, Zainif, Dwayne, Benjamin and Alfie and of course Mrs Bagley from um, St Michael's and they were the Junior Dragon's Apprentices, apprentices this year which I was a dragon for. Very, very impressed at, at how smart these little kids are. And this next song is for Jessica herself so we shall talk about what the clever things they said in a second. A little while ago, you heard an interview with us and the Dragon, the Junior Dragons Apprentice team, who are in Year Six in St Michael's, from St Michael's School, and also Mrs Bagley got involved because we wanted to know what she thought as well. And the reason why I should explain this, shouldn't I? The reason why we went over there is because they were raising money for Radio Verulam, and they raised quite. I mean. They, they're only, what, 11 years old? 12, 10 years old? They're, they're 10 or 11 years old, I think. Yes. And um, they raised quite a lot of money for us, and we have bought a new recording device for the radio. And so we went over there and we showed them what it looks like. And while we were there, we thought Women's Day is coming up. We want to know how generations have changed their thinking. That's right. And, um, of course, it's all part of the great Dragon's Apprentice competition. Yes. And in a couple of weeks' time, in this slot, we'll be actually reporting from the awards ceremony, which is held at the University of Hertfordshire yes. um, in a great big hall there, the, what's called the Western Auditorium. And that's for um, senior school children, which is the uh, main Dragon's Apprentice, but the junior ones are there as well. And, in fact, our junior team have done so well, they'll be there and they'll probably be getting an award as well, which yes. is great. I want to stress the fact that I was the dragon that's why I was there as well and I am so proud of them they are so like, they're so clever like do you know I mean obviously children seem more clever than everyone else anyway but 
they just know everything? How do, how do they know these things? I don't. I don't. Well, it's a okay. good school and good teaching, obviously. Yes, it's all Mrs. Bagley. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's great, and it's been fun to work with them, and, and uh, we'd like to thank them very much. Well, because yes. they're, they're certainly listening now, I'm sure. Definitely. Um, thank you very much for being so amazing. Team Draco Radio. And I think it's also what they said was so interesting about the ideas. They clearly do believe that women can go into any job they want. Yes. But they also think that women are more suited to particular types of jobs and men to others. Yes. So it kind of balances out. It is out quite interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Um, but the things they were saying about Mars and, um, you know, um, deadlines. How does a 10-year-old know about deadlines? What... I'm sure that, they get homework. That, that's <laughs> definitely um, something wrong. Something's gone wrong there. I think it's showing an awareness of the sort of realities of the work and uh, you know life yeah. at work and so on, which I suppose they've picked up from parents and friends and also probably from television programmes, films. You know, it's, it's, it's just all out there now. Yeah, and they still pay outside. I've seen, uh, well, they have, they have pay times with hula hoops and stuff. Why does, why do the generations get slammed for being all facebook and techie and stuff i don't understand no i don't know either exactly they are fabulous um i think it's a very good thing that junior apprentice has junior dragon's apprentice challenge has started because we're kind of proving a point that they are they are really good and they are becoming very more, more mature and the generations are just not being uh What's the word? Corrupted by well, by eyes. Okay, and I think one of the things I did mention, of course, they're now called Generation Z. They're the next generation behind you, coming up after you. Ooh, amazing! I thought it would be an I generation. <laughs> no, well, you get it. Get we it, had I Generation think? X, and we dropped the next one. As millennials are obviously very special. Yes. And then they've got Generation Z, but I don't know what happens after that. Do they go back to Generation A? Do you think? No, that's when the I generation comes along. All right. <laughs> yes. We shall see. Um, AI, AI generation. Brits. Now, you've been saying that you really want to dedicate the programme to strong women. Yeah. Can you sort of elaborate what you mean by strong? I'm quite interested in the sort of definition you might be having in your mind. Okay. So I want to, I'm going to joke and say Beyonce is a very strong woman, isn't she? Well, so she fits into the category. So she's yes. rich, beautiful, and lives in a big mansion somewhere. That's not necessarily all strong women, I suspect. Okay, so I think a strong woman is someone who um, achieves their goal and still maintains a cla- a classy um, reputation. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, I think everything comes down to reputation but um but a woman who's done who maybe has done a lot in her lifetime and um got over a lot of things or learned a lot of things and has kind of achieved her goals and her and living her dream that's that's a strong woman so you mean someone who's basically set out and just said i want to do this and has been sort of stubborn about it and yeah and basically overcome obstacles to get to the goal that she's identified a long time beforehand yes okay i think that's a perfectly good definition and i think that does cover so many people because they they do it in all different walks of life and obviously um people yeah. sport, sports women for example it, um I, I i know a number of 
people obviously who train for sports and get right to the peaks, you know, Olympians even, I've come across, the amount of training they have to do, you know, it's every day or six days a week, getting up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the swimming pool or whatever. That that kind of commitment is fantastic. And uh, yeah, you know, it's it's something that... um, That is very impressive. And also people that... And also if whatever they're doing, someone else can do and kind of have a role model, that's another thing. They have to be a good role model for somebody else. But, pl- but that is. But what you're saying about um, getting up in the morning and going um, training and swimming and stuff. I did have a friend who used to swim. Um, well, she's probably somewhere in the Olymp- Olympics now, <laughs> knowing knowing this girl. Um, and she used to go before school. She used to go to the swimming pool to go swimming. Well, that's the kind of thing you have to do. How crazy! I like. I wouldn't even get up at five o'clock. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know, that's just me. But. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what strong into strong women is. Okay, but, but there's obviously a lot of um, strong women by that definition who are not famous, but they've basically grown up, perhaps had a family and, and you know looking after a yeah. family and taking through all the sort of family crises and so on um, is very strong as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think well, that's what you need I, to agree. I definitely don't think that you have to be famous to be a strong independent woman or strong independent woman. That's just the that's just the the title that people give right in in inverted commas but um you know i look at my grandmother she's she's one of the most strongest people i know probably she's lived through the war and um whatever communism and all this kind of stuff and i think that's quite impressive for her to still have and she's been through personal things that I'm not going to mention because we're all going to be sitting here sobbing but you know she's been through so many things and she's still going and it's like it's amazing because you know I I can look up to her and say oh that's like she's she's done all these things so yeah so you definitely don't have to be famous if you have a beautiful family and not living in a mansion and not even having a CEO job or nothing like that but you have a family and that's what you dedicate your life to then you are a strong and independent woman and and I would say you are someone to look up to I think that's really very 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 good and clear sort of definition I think that's absolutely wonderful yes and also you have to remember I went to one of those schools where the the motto the motto was women in time will come to do great things and you know that's kind of embedded in me in, in my soul now and I just I just love all things when there's a woman who's really strong and independent I love it that you know, she can be on stage and lead the world and do stuff and, you know, um, take people take people on a journey with her when she's telling her story sort of thing. And I, like I say, it doesn't have to be for a show. It doesn't have to be um, a TV personality or whatever. It can just be whoever, a very strong, a very hardworking person. And you can see that in people's personality. So, yeah, that's what I think. Right. I think that's the sort of people we're going to dedicate this programme to, absolutely. Yes. All the mums out there, Mother's Day is coming up. Yes, next one on the list. Yes. <laughs> okay. 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. We love St Albans. Jazz things up. Yeah. That's, that's my catchphrase from now it's on. Catchphrase. It's catchphrase from about 1935, I think. Yes. Bring back the 50s. We'll be going into the 20s soon. That might be exciting. Ooh, yes. 
it's very jazzy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've got a question. Do you have any um, female power role models or someone that inspired, like, shocked you, inspired you sort of thing? Oh, dear, you've just thrown that at me. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, I'm aware of all sorts of um, very successful women have done various things in the past. And I'm just now scrabbling my head to try and remember and think of people. I think um, I would tend to go into um, sort of scientists and so on. There's been quite a few women scientists, um, and like Marie Curie, for example, who obviously discovered something which was um, just unknown. And uh, unfortunately, of course, she actually suffered from it. She actually died of cancer because of the uh, radiation stuff she'd been working with. Yeah. Um, and there was also... The, the other ones, I mean, for example, you know that uh, the original idea for a computer is always down to Charles Babbage. Yes. Who was a, basically a Victorian-era person, and he couldn't invent a computer as such, but he had a mechanical calculating machine he invented because it was all mechanics in those days. It wasn't actually him. It was actually his assistant, uh, who was a woman, Ada, who actually dis- sort of devised all the things. And so she's rather misunderstood uh, you know, she got lost in history being there. Uh, the Crick and Watson who discovered DNA and got given a, a Nobel Prize. In fact, there was a woman called Rosalind, I can't remember her second name, who worked with them. And she actually died um, very young. So she never got the recognition for a long time. But she was actually one of, part of their team. But she was just a woman. And the other two men got all the credit. Oh. So I, but I think there are loads of stories like that, isn't there? There are a lot of stories like that. And I think that's the sort of women who I admire because they, they just went and did it, as it were, and didn't get the recognition, but didn't seem to really want the recognition necessarily. Perhaps they'd have enjoyed it if they got it. But they basically did the job. And you, you now look at it and say, well, actually, from a historical perspective, they were obviously equal, if not more than equal, to the, the men who got the credit. Hmm. Interesting. Nice. I like that. Thank you. Um, I just have some. I have another thing to say um, about strong women. It's also, as well as being not famous and being um, ha- achieving your goals and making your dreams, that's that's a strong woman. Um, I think another thing that makes a woman strong is being who you are and kind of being okay with it. Mm-hmm. And no matter what people throw at you. Um, you know, still doing what you're doing and keeping to what you're saying you're going to do. Well, self-confidence, I think they would call that. Yeah, self-confidence and basically just not backing down. When people tell you, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do, you shouldn't do that, then, you know, you just don't back down. And I think um, nowadays you have people like Taylor Swift and um, other, like, people that get kind of sometimes get a little bit battered for doing all this, doing all that. And, you know, all she really wants to do is make music. So, you know, and she gets sometimes she gets a little bit criticized for these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's very important for women to stay true to themselves and do whatever or be happy doing being whoever you think you want to be. Okay. End of sermon. <laughs> anyway, um, we are coming to the end of the programme, which is quite sad, as ever. So, um, to all the ladies out there, congratulations for being a woman. <laughs> and um, I hope you all get to achieve your dreams. And no matter 
what you're doing. If you're living a happy, if you're happy, and if you're living a happy life, you are a strong woman. Right, and I'd like to thank you for doing this programme. I think you've done a fantastic job. Thank you very much.